The James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Tell me if there's anything new you did. This is the first vintage with the new owner, right? Correct. That's right. And so is there they, anything, um, yeah, anything in particular that they really wanted to, um, that they wanted to change? In 2014, Dick was really excited to reinvigorate the winery and to, you know, spend money and, and on, on, you know, critical changes that would take the winemaking up to the next level. And so um, we did, you know, new tanks and we worked on some, uh, you know, a new press and just small things, you know, it's always the devil in the details. Um, and then we, uh, we brought on Kendall Smith in 2016, who, with whom I went to grad school. She's a good friend of mine and she's a fantastic organic farmer. Yeah, I, I and, met her with you at the winery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's really nice. Yeah. Right. And she's also a master gardener. And so she, to me, oh, seemed cool. like such a perfect fit for that property because yeah. Dick and Ann always farmed it organically from day one. And it's so tiny. And, you know, they have olives and figs and peaches and uh, pears and a garden. And, you know, their, their little tiny property produces so much. Um, and so I, I just felt that Kendall was a really good fit and she, she really worked hard and has still does to bring the health of the vineyard up with worm teas and um, organic treatments and uh, changing the pruning method to try to um, minimize the damage done by pruning and really optimize the sap flow for healthy vines and longevity. So is Grace still the same as for not blank, but Grace, is that still the same vineyards then? I know that they yeah. replanted the vineyards and um, some of the vineyards in front of the right. house, but right. it's still the same vineyards. And then is Blank using some, some of the other um, uh, vineyards that you were talking about? So still um, all the same. No, they're still all the same. So these are okay. both still two single vineyard. I have them right here, sorry. There's still yeah. two, let's put them back here. There's still two single vineyard wines. I can't even see Okay. So Grace comes from, you know, just those two parcels yeah. that, you know, that are next to the yeah. winery. There's the upper block and the lower block. And um, we did replant the lower block. So um, 2018, we have very, very, a very small amount. And same is true for 2019. What's some, um, are you tasting, do you want to taste blank or um, Grace first? You know what? I almost always taste blank first because I always- Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're very different wines, but it's totally. always, to me, it's always more accessible. It's just the, um, the um, Rutherford bench. Oh, nice. So, and Blink is, um, yes, all from that property in Rutherford. So much this graphite one. this year. Yeah. It's like, like lead pencil. Yes, it needs to open. I don't know, but mine does too. I really like the 18 though. I think it may be the best um, vintage of blank. Mm. 
it's so delicious. And then you have this really nice acidity at the end. Mm-hmm. Almost like, it almost tastes like an Italian wine. There's like almost a balsamic character to it. Totally. That's crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like how it's also um, seamless. In some 18s, it can get a little bit fluid in the middle palate, but this is just seamless all the ways through it. Hmm. I feel like the bouquet is starting to show more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is a fun block. It's um, Boucher clone uh, originally, but then Grace clone because it was at Grace for a while and they used that budwood to plant the vineyard. Um, and then we just did a lot of work with it. The row direction is is challenging and there are old vines that we didn't want to take out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we just did a lot of work with canopy management and putting in cross arms and just trying to get some uh, dappled light on the on the west side of the canopy. Really gorgeous. And so you only made a few hundred cases then? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what was the, um, did you intentionally reduce the production? Like what, did you prune tighter or shorter or what did you do? Well, from taking it over in 19, in a 14, I think the production was pushed a little bit in the previous okay. years. And so mm-hmm. um, we were just more, um, just yeah, tighter on pruning to prune for stronger yeah. shoots because they are such old vines and there's phylloxera in that in that soil. Um, and it's 10114, which is a rootstock that's more susceptible to phylloxera. Mm-hmm. So we just were we really worked on trying to, and there's variability. I mean, there's eutypa in this block. Oh there's, my god, yeah. You know, it's it's in this band of Rutherford where there, you know, some vines that aren't as healthy. So we just worked on trying to pull those vines, replant, uh, pruning for healthier vines, working on the canopy, really being strict about removing fruit from short shoots and um, there's a there's a big eucalyptus tree in this um, at the edge of this block, and so there's a section where the leaves fall that we have marked off, and that gets picked and fermented separately. Um, just <laughs> does, just so I have yeah, the option does, of you know not putting it all in if I don't want to in the blend, or um, does it have a real minty, it a little minty, differently? Does it have a minty character? Totally, yeah. It, oh, that's so interesting. But it's restrained to me. Yeah, it's it's the right amount. And I, I like, yeah. I like fresh green character and in, in wine. I, I, I like that a lot. It's part of what is so wonderful about um, Piedmonte. I guess I get that a bit. No, because it, like, I know um, one area that's really famous for that in Australia is Kunawara Cabernet. Oh, yes. And there's lots of eucalyptus there. And they right. say that it really affects the flavor of the um, wines and the wines do have real you know, minty spearmint character. I guess you get a bit of it. I really like it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think, you know, for us, it's always been a part of the block and the, and the yeah. wine. And so we, we've always, I mean, me personally, I've always just tried to keep it there, but have it be 
an yeah. element of complexity, but not overpower. Really delicious. It's so delicious already, mm -hmm. this wine. You can just already drink it. Really fantastic. Yeah. Blank is usually more approachable and just- Yeah. But- So let's try the, uh, the grace then. Sure. Is the is the is it pure Cabernet? Yeah, it's always been hundred percent Cabernet. Yeah. He tried at one point to plant um, a tiny amount of Petit Verdot. Um, mm -hmm. That was before my time, and my understanding is that they they made a small lot of it and then just never felt that it matched the wine. Mm -hmm. um, and so it never. It's always been hundred percent Cabernet. So this is interesting to me because I, th I think that the 18 is gorgeous, but the 18 is basically the upper block because we didn't have the lower block in this vintage. And yeah. it's, I always think of those two blocks are so, it's such a small property, but there's so much variability on the property, which lends itself to making a really complex wine. And this, this being the upper block, the upper block is very, this beautiful red volcanic soil, very rocky. And um, the vines were planted in 99, obviously Grace Clone, um, and it has an east face and it's very, very well drained. So the vines struggle a lot and, um, and make a really intense um, mineral, um, well-structured, uh, red-fruited with dried aromatic herbs type of yeah. profile. And then that lower block is, it's different. It, it, it's volcanic, but it's not red volcanic. There's a kind of a corner of red volcanic, but it's a softer soil, but with rounded cobbles that look like they'd seen water treatment in the past. And there's even a band of volcanic ash. And it, it sort of varies. I mean, some spots are a little bit softer, some are rockier, there are gravels and all of it. And it makes a much, um, it harvests later, so it's a cooler site, even though it's a stone's throw away. Um, it harvests usually about two weeks later than the two to three weeks even than that upper block. And it's always more um, kind of fleshy and pretty and uh, it always has fresh green herbs, uh, more of a plum character. So it's, mm -hmm. it, and the two together, I think, just make a gorgeous one. So I think this is a really fun, it's really fun to see just what the upper block does. And so the production was a half then? You only made like 150 ca cases or something? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 2019, we have 100 cases. So a very small wow. amount. And how old are the vines now in the lower part? Uh, that was pulled in 16 and planted yeah. in 17. So we're getting into, and you know, we did we did this really fun masal selection for the replant because we wanted to take the Grace clone and um, that block had, you know, some virus and leaf roll. And so what we did was over the course of two harvests, we, and it was so interesting. I should have taken you in that block and harvest. Whoa. You would walk down the row and some of the grapes tasted incredible 
And they tasted just like you would think if you tasted the wine and went backwards, that's exactly mm -hmm. what the grapes tasted like. They were just, you know, red fruit with a touch of green and plum and just beautiful floral. Um, and then others didn't have as intense flavors. So we flagged all the vines that tasted delicious, basically. What a cool thing. Yeah. Then we got to watch them through harvest and see if any of them exhibited any virus, you know, characteristics or uh, symptoms. And then we sampled everything and did virus testing. And so we kind of whittled it down to uh, 17 mother vines that were clean and delicious <laughs> and used those for the budwood. And so we planted rootstocks and, and it took us basically two years to have enough budwood to, to plant the whole thing. Um, we started with rootstock and then it took two years of grafting. So the first uh, production was 19. So this year will be the third production. And I'm really, I'm really excited. When do you think you'll be able to, well, you, you, it just depends. You might be able to use the fruit in the like fourth or fifth year then, no? I'm hopeful that we'll have some for this year. Um, yeah. I'm really hopeful that we have some. It'd be, it'd be really nice. Um, we're going to, it's such a small parcel, but I think we've got it in four irrigation blocks. And we'll also be doing something similar with carving it up and flagging it just to see what can be picked and fermented separately. Because um, there are some places I think that are that were grafted later and are further behind that there's no way that's going into grace, but the there's a section that's the oldest, you know, three or four, what, or four years old now that I, I'm well, hopeful that it will, it'll make it. How far away is Grace from um, Tixon then? Like Colgan's Tixon. So Tixon, Tixon's here uh -huh. facing east. Grace is just up above the upper I block. I thought so. It's kind of a little bit kitty corner, but it's just up above. Yeah. So I don't know what the, so I'd have to ask Allie what the soils yeah. are at Tixon. I would, I would think that they're probably the same, but there is a lot of variability. And then the lower block is sort of two, you know, two parcels over. But it's just funny because uh, a lot, you know, I think Tixon's an amazing, uh, Colgan's Tixon is, uh, well, particularly in 18 was an amazing wine. And I love that wine. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people don't equate Grace with the two. That That's really one of the great vineyards of Napa people and historic, so historical. Right. Right. Agreed. And I love really that interesting. Pocket, the west side of that west side of St. Helena that you just get so much freshness and texture and they're just really, they're beautiful. Yeah. Ones.